All right, guys. Now we're recording another intro to, I believe, episode 10. That's right, episode any 10. Any questions. Uh, we almost did this last night before the episode, and we're like, what if the lineup changes? And I wake up in the morning, and I get a text from somebody. It's like, I can't make the show. And I was like, thank God we did not make that intro. Dude, that would have been like four minutes wasted. Four minutes <laughs> down the tubes. Guys, I don't know if you've heard my podcast. We waste minutes upon minutes. <laughs> uh, this is a this is a good one. I like this. I do too. Yeah. Dude, we got uh, Aaron Covington at the top. Yeah. Uh, currently wrote the number one movie in the country, Creed. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mentioned that in my intro because some of the regulars were rolling their eyes in the front. And I was like, no, 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 guys. You're just going to want to sit down. This is going to get good. And then Parker Searfoss, who no-showed the last episode, showed up for this one. Yay! Yeah, it was fun. Parker had a good time. I like Parker. Uh, guys, enjoy the episode. Are you seriously asking that question? Actually, we've officially started on that weird note, guys. Are we a little bit hot there? It sounds like I'm getting a little bit of feedback, guys. I'm Aaron Michael Marsh. How are you doing? Welcome to Quark's Lounge. Comedy night. I have one excited person in the front. I got to say, if I could choose for the excited person, put him in the front. This is an interesting show, not like normal comedy shows where you go to and it's just one person after the next. This show's called Any Questions because if you raise your hand, you can stop and talk to the comedian and ask them any question that you would like, including myself right now if you so choose. Uh, comedians in the room, I would love for you to also ask the people on stage questions because it seems like comics seem to have the ability to pick up on a little thing, you know, like and be able to really blow it open. It's like having uh, just a scab, but by the end it's just a full-blown flesh wound. That's what we're aiming for. We're also on Periscope. Hello, Periscope. What you made a face like there's nobody you're saying hello to, then restart it, Melissa. It doesn't. I don't feel bad if we let zero people lose that feed and we start and get possibly three. Um, this is gonna be fun because I always bring in a lot of really interesting people. Uh, the, one of the guys I, I'm gonna just give you guys a little hint of what's happening later is uh, one of the guys that wrote the movie Creed is stopping by and we're gonna be able to ask him a bunch of questions about how he wrote a movie about Rocky. When the character Rocky is older than himself, you know, like I find that terribly fascinating, because I think he wrote it like initially out of just the love of Rocky, which is amazing enough, like fan fiction. Uh, if you guys want to ask me any questions at any time, that is totally cool. I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Did I see Apollo? I saw Apollo 13. I just skipped right to the 13th one. <laughs> I uh, I didn't see the first 12 though. But it looks like the, all the excitement happened in that one. Uh, I believe the movie Creed is about Tom Hanks' son, correct? I haven't seen it yet. I think that's what's going to happen. They're like, no, it's Kevin Bacon, right? It's Kevin Bacon's son who was cooked a little too long. I feel bad about that joke already. That's on the internet forever. I can't wait for the one tweet I'll get in three years. <laughs> 
Have you guys ever gotten a tw- like a tweet from a joke you said years ago? Somebody went through and read all my tweets, and then like they sent me one of like my first tweets was gross, and, right? And they were just like, "I saved the screenshot, asshole. Hope, you better hope you never make it big." And I was like, "You read all my tweets? I think you're the biggest I'm gonna get. I have a fan now. That is absolutely amazing." I used to do a lot of Jesus jokes from Jesus's perspective, you know, where it was just like Jesus must have been black because, or like. I knew Jesus was black because of the Last Supper. They killed him afterwards because his credit card got declined. It's like that kind of thing. It was jumping around. It's not a great joke. I wrote it when I was brand new. Leave me alone. I can feel you judging me. What's up, Henry? Guys, this is Henry Barajas, my buddy from Tucson, Arizona. Just moved here three months ago. He was able to watch this show in its infancy. uh, It was a show in Tucson, Arizona. It was pretty much comics just heckling other comics, making them feel bad the whole time. It was pretty wonderful. I'm not going to start the show until somebody eventually asks me some questions, which is Henry. That's me baiting you at this point. First question from Henry, guys. Did you get laid the other night? Yes, but that's cheating because it's somebody that I've had sex with before. But it's not like it's like I don't feel like I'm an adult. I feel like you're supposed to have sex with people as an adult. So I don't feel like there's like that bragging thing that I had as a kid. What's up, Aaron? When I was like a little kid and you'd have sex with a person, you'd go out and you'd brag to absolutely everybody about it, you know, because it was like that was a new exciting thing for you. Possibly something the person you're bragging to has not done before, like Henry right now. Guys, that was okay. (laughs) A sweep kick to Henry did not work out too well for myself. It felt like Karate Kid 3 right now. Guys, I feel like Karate Kid 3. Not the right Karate Kid to feel like. I almost feel like Karate Kid with the girl. Perfect. I'm going to try to make all of you kind of chuckle throughout the night individually, but never as a whole group. That's my goal. It's a really unique thing. That's why they call this an art, is because you get to choose what you want out of it, and you get to create that. What do you want out of it? What do I want out of tonight or as stand-up comedy as a whole? The big it? What do I want out of it? Uh, happiness. I got to discover what it is first, though. That's the problem. It's like uh, the underwear gnomes, you know? Like, I know step one is do it. Step three is happiness. I don't know what step two is. So I got to figure that out. I figured out that do it is not the sex it that Henry once thought it was. The worst wrestler of all time is probably one of my favorite wrestlers, Doink the Clown. I love Doink the Clown because he's the only wrestler where they just keep suiting up different people as that same wrestler. <laughs> like it's Because even as crazy as those characters are, there's not like the new Ultimate Warrior, the new Hulk Hogan, the new Andre the Giant, but there's always a new Doink the Clown, and we know it's a brand new person, and we all just accept it. We're like, oh, Doink, we love him from the 80s and the 70s and the 60s and 2020 when he's going to come back. Every Royal Rumble, I actually hope for a new Doink to appear because that's the one time a year they get a new guy and just ship him out as Doink. I like the underdog. I like in the NFL draft, the last guy that gets picked, Mr. Irrelevant. Doink is the Mr. Irrelevant of the WWE, and I love it so much. If I could play any professional sport, it would be any professional sport I could play. (laughs) I happen to be five foot two. That is not... That leaves being a jockey. I also weigh 160 pounds. That takes away being a jockey. <laughs> like, there's not many sports that I'd be good at. I imagine um, 
my nerdness is enough to handle Quidditch because it's not real. There are colleges that play Quidditch, and I want to go and just see how they deal with the fact that flight is not real. Have I ever seen a college Quidditch match? I just said no. <laughs> I do want to, and I have you seen a college Quidditch match? Do they have them at USC or UCLA? Wait, you went to where? UCSD. That might be worth the drive. It's not worth the drive. I would like to go to one Quidditch match once. I heard that uh, Emma Watson went to one because the school she went to had one, and that's uh, really fun to me. That like. Brown University has quit. Do you think the nerds at Brown University don't want to play Harry Potter games on the weekend, Michael Tiamat? That is what nerds want to do. Oh, my God. You're like, shouldn't they be busy playing D&D and watching Doctor Who? No. Uh, Trey, you had a question? Yeah, if you could be any homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be any homosexual, who would I be and why? Well, I'm going to choose a lesbian. <laughs> um, I think the why is right there in your face, Trey. <laughs> so I'd go with Ellen DeGeneres, queen of the lesbians. She, uh, she's achieved everything I want to achieve. Standing ovation for Ellen DeGeneres here at the Cork Lounge. <laughs> That's a great question. If I could be in any homosexual man, who would I be with? Um, you know, it was, sucks is that the first guy that came to my mind was John Stamos. And I'm like, damn it, he's not available to me. <laughs> I can't get with John Stamos. Uh, John Cameron Mitchell. Is it terrible that I chose a guy that dresses up as a girl? Is that bad? Is that cheating? To go RuPaul. When I was eight years old, when I first saw RuPaul on TV, I was like, that chick is what a hot chick is. <laughs> it took me 20 years and a lot of disappointment to find out that is not what I'm supposed to do with, uh, with dudes, I guess. I don't know. Like maybe, that's, maybe that explains more about me than I should reveal right now. Any other questions before I bring up the first guy? Oh, Parker? Harley Quinn, that's so easy. If I could have sex with any animated character, it would be Harley Quinn from Mad Love. Uh, that's the exact episode I want her in. The Red Nighty. Let's go. Like I <laughs> specific, I'm too much of a nerd to not have thought about that my whole life. <laughs> yeah, Bugs Bunny is a girl. No. Uh, was it Periscope having a question, Melissa? Uh, is counts as a question from Periscope. Yeah, well, one second, Damar. Uh, what is the weird question you don't understand? Uh, coconut. Boom. They were asking about oil in the winter. They were so happy about the gay questions, they wanted to get specific, I think. Uh, Damar, what did you have going on? My favorite hip-hop lyrics. I'm white, Damar. <laughs> <laughs> What song is it from? Well, clearly that's from Eminem. There's no other choice. Uh, yeah. I couldn't rhyme if you gave me a rhyming dictionary right now. Like, there's, I mean, I've only listened to the whitest of the albums. You know, like I've listened to like Dr. Dre and Eminem and Jay Z and Wu Tang, which is the whitest of all the rap groups, by the way. 
It should have been the Beastie Boys, but it's not. Um, I'm sorry to end on that weird note, guys. Jesus. You guys are like, you misrepresent your time period. I know my era seems to really love rap. Daniel? Are you watching the Star Wars trailers, or are you going to go in pure and clean? Am I watching the Star Wars trailers? Am I going to go in pure and clean? I'm going in dirty. I'm watching everything. Yeah, because um, yeah, if I remember anything from Phantom Menace, watching the trailers was the best part. <laughs> like, I was so excited to see Phantom Menace. That was truly the happiness that movie gave me, was the three months of waiting. Uh, I hope this movie is just good. Just, at the end, just a good movie. Um, but I am excited for it, and I am looking at everything that shows up. Uh, Aaron, should we start with you, or did you want to wait? You should go now? Yeah, we can get you up. No problem. Guys, uh, this next guy... Uh, used to do a lot of open mics. Haven't seen him around for a while. Just uh, had a movie come out. Please welcome Mr. Aaron Covington, everybody. A uh, couple little... Oh, you got to turn that mic on. You got it? Hell yeah. Yep, yep. A couple little things at the top, Aaron. I'm going to repeat whatever questions they have uh, just so they end up on the recording. It's, so it's multiple people recording? Uh, I mean, it's all just happening right here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there's like four or five other people. It's a, yeah. Oh, yeah, and there's Periscope. So this is on the record. Okay. Is that scary? Maybe. All right. I also want to try something new where I raise my hand and compete with everybody else, and you call it out the way I just did so you can take control of the room. If you so choose. Oh, I, I call on the question. I mean, I have questions, but if they have questions too, please go ahead and point at the people and figure out who you want to answer the questions to. Okay. Sweet. Um, <laughs> we'll start here. Oh, cool. Me. Uh, hey, thanks, Aaron, for uh, taking my question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll keep my, um, I'm going to keep my answers short with minimal explanation. Just the answer. Okay. Take we might, it how it is. Okay. We might, uh, can you tell everybody what movie just came out that's changing your life? Uh, Creed. Creed. Glasses. <laughs> in the movie? Or just in, in time, eventually? Are we all, no, nah, not, not in this movie. Fuck yeah. Can you, can you tell everybody what you did for the movie? Uh, I was a co-writer on the movie. Fucking A right you were, dude. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, did they come to you for that, or did you create that script and search out them? Uh, me and Ryan kind of came up, came up with the idea originally, and then he was able to meet Stallone and pitch to him. Ryan, the director, and my co-writer. How did the idea get started to go to Creed for the, um, for the character? How did the idea get started to go to Creed? Um, it was just based on really Ryan's experiences when his, his own dad got sick. And Rocky was a movie that they shared, you know, in a father-son bond. And so we were just looking at it. Where would it be now? And it was something he really connected to. And he was like, man, his dad was like his Rocky, you know? So he felt like who would 
what would make the most sense? Who would he be working with in the future? What if it was a relation to Apollo and they were best, you know, him and Apollo being best friends. So, yeah, kind of, you know, kind of did come out of nowhere, but I mean, it kind of makes sense. And obviously now it makes sense. Were you scared of the movie's title, considering the band Creed? Uh, no. But I was aware of the band. What was your influence in the movie? There's multiple writers. What was your voice throughout? Uh, well, it was funny because when Ryan was telling me his inspiration for it, I mean... I went through a similar thing in 2004 with my own dad, so I connected with that right off the bat. And uh, I guess I was looking for a way to tell that story also. So we really just connected on it. Aaron. Oh, thank you. Uh, how long ago did you start writing the movie? Like, How long did it take from like when you guys first decided we're going to write this script to it coming out and being the number one movie of the week? Uh, I think we first talked about it in like 2010, maybe. Uh, but we didn't we didn't start writing until 2013, like that holiday season. Classic comic timing. Yeah, and then we wrote, uh, and then it took us like six months to write the first draft, or yeah, about that long. No, go ahead. How have the reactions been to the fans of the franchise? Everybody's been just overwhelmingly positive, to be honest. It's been uh, pretty incredible. Aaron. You were going to look behind the curtain before calling on me. <laughs> uh, so wait, so at what point, so you guys had already probably had the script written when Stallone came into the picture. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We were still figuring figuring it out. Oh, but and then you guys, was it a chance meeting or was it like you guys no, no. set up and arranged a meeting? No, no. Ryan uh, was doing, um, he was repped at WME and he was making Fruitvale Station and Stallone is repped at the same agency. So he told his agents about the idea, his, you know, his original idea for Creed and they were like, well, let us see if we can't talk to Stallone's people, which they did, and then it blossomed from there. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we didn't I'm have I'm a huge fan of Rocky. Yeah, we, we didn't have the script. We just had the, uh, he just had the idea, uh, and kind of like, we, are, we had already started to form the story uh, quite a bit, too, but it was all just in a pitch form. Yes. <laughs> Can you mention about any of those things? Uh, no, nah, nothing, nothing's really official yet, but there's a lot of, I guess, just talks and things moving forward. So hopefully we'll hear something soon, maybe before the holidays. I'd want to do a, 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 a modern white man can't jump. Why'd you look right at me? <laughs> you looked right at me. No matter what race I was, five foot two is not going to make the NBA. Like, there's no. 
no, no, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that came to mind just now. That was just one of my favorite movies growing up. Really funny. Oh, I'd like to see another Major League. You remember Major League? Yeah, fucking love Major League. Major League One and Two were like so funny. I think they still hold up too, don't they? Do they still hold up? Yeah. Major League, another baseball. I guess it didn't have to be baseball. Major League, that's my answer. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Has this helped your Tinder game at all? Uh, no. <laughs> if Stallone could be any gay person, who would he be? <laughs> no idea. Did you get to meet Stallone at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. I was actually on set for, like, the whole shoot. Yeah, yeah. And then awesome. we've, 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 I've been able to talk to him since, too. We did, like, the scoring session. He was there, hung out for a bit, and then uh, we did a little bit. I did a little bit of press when we went to Philadelphia. So he was there, and that was really cool. Yeah, I saw a picture for the press that you did. It was in, like, a boxing gym, right? Yeah, yeah, we did, like, a, yeah. What was, was there a reason that was specific gym was chosen? I don't. That's the gym we shot at. Oh, it was the gym we shot at. Perfect. For like, for like the second half of the film. Was it the gym from the original movies? Was it? No. No, they would have mentioned it if it was, I think. Yeah. You, there wouldn't have been a question. No, I think, the, I think the gym in the original movies was actually was bigger. That could be just my mind playing tricks on me. Who knows? I mean, Stallone, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's actually like... <laughs> 200 people or so that actually do know. Yeah, some of those boxing journalists. I think. Everybody that worked on the first movie knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time you run up a flight of stairs, you hear the Rocky theme. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Especially now. Are you a part of the sequel? Are you a part of the sequel? Um, Have they talked about a sequel? We're still talking about the sequel. If potentially. So... Mm, we'll see. Most likely. Did you ever consider casting J.J. Watt as Von Drago's son? When you said J.J. Watt, I was like, oh, man. But then we said Drago's son. See, I don't think Drago's son would be a fighter because rich kids' sons don't become fighters and Creed is like a illegitimate son. So Drago's son is probably like a skinny fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you can still make a movie about that. Though. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be that'd be the phone thing. Have you ever tried boxing or had any desire to? Yeah, yeah. I've done some training. Not like to be pro, but like fitness kind of thing in different times. And I used to do a lot of karate when I was younger because we didn't have a boxing gym, but we had like a dojo. That was like the closest thing when I was like really young. What belt did you get to? I got to like black. I was doing that for like three years, man. I felt felt like I was really ready for that Jackie Chan life. Are you bitter at all, or is this an exciting point in your life? Uh, no, I'm I'm just excited. 
I'm not bitter. I'm only yeah. I'm only a couple years out of film school, so this is pretty. It happened pretty fast. So blessed and lucky. Is there a dream project that you had, like going through school? You're like, I'm gonna make this movie one day. And now that you're kind of on the other side of like getting your scripts read, that you're like, hey, I want to really start making this thing. Uh, no, I just really. Probably the only thing like that is I just really want to do some kind of basketball movie or a TV show. That's probably why I said White Man Can't Jump earlier. It's been on my mind lately. But we'll see. Have you seen Creed in the movie theater with regular audiences? Yes. Did you enjoy the experience? Yes. People were clapping when you went to go see it? I think that happens yeah. in almost all the Rocky movies. Like, because there, there really is a moment in all of yeah. them where, like, there really is a rise up where you like you want to applaud, and I think that uh, it's in the contract. You have to. It's have in the moments. contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the ovation moment? Yeah, reshoots. There's no ovation moment. Reshoots. What's your favorite and least favorite Rocky? You said. Not including Creed? Just all the other ones? Favorite? I think one is still favorite. Three is like close behind just because Clubber was so crazy. In a good way, you know, in an entertaining way. Least favorite is probably, yeah, probably five. But I think five gets a bad rap also. Yeah, five's kind of shitty. I said it gets a bad rap. Like, it's not that shit. Yeah, I'm on record. Uh, Aaron Marsh says Rocky Fine is kind of shitty. <laughs> is this your first time working with Michael? Uh, yeah, mine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, obviously him and Ryan did Fruitvale together, so I, I was able to meet him before, but I had never worked with him. No, no, the director of Creed did, directed Fruitvale. No, no, I'm from Indiana. They had Rocky movies in Indiana? I'm just kidding. That's a dumb question. Yeah, like five years later than everybody else. Five, five years after? <laughs> after HBO was done airing them, you guys got them we in the theaters? We finally get them, yeah. All right. Uh, any other questions before we move on to the next guest, guys? Last question for uh, Aaron Covington. Cool. Fuck yeah, dude. Aaron, thank you very much for stopping by. Thanks, man. Congratulations on all the success. Absolutely. All right, guys. Michael Timon's going to come up on stage and fiddle with some knobs. I was going to bring up the next guy. Are we ready? Yeah. All right, perfect. All right, guys, let's bring up the next comic. Uh, good friend of mine who did not show up last time. We roast battled. Please welcome Mr. Parker Searfoss. Hello. I'll switch sides of the stage. I like that you're putting me right after him. It's the most Somebody interesting guy go. and the least interesting guy. Yeah. Uh, so what movie did you write, Parker? No, I, zero. Absolutely. No. Parker and I did a roast battle together. If you guys don't know about roast battles, it's uh, it's like the end of Eight Mile meets uh, Jeff Ross's roast on Comedy Central. And I think you could have used Creed as a metaphor at that point. Meets Creed. I mean, we had such a setup. It's like oh. Creed, but with jokes. Okay. <laughs> Great start, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> No, Parker, so explain to me how you 
started vaping before smoking cigarettes? Uh, I worked at Flappers Comedy Club. So did I. That's not an excuse. I, yeah, no. I noticed uh, a lot of comics were hanging outside smoking, and I didn't really smoke. And just working there was frustrating, just having a break to use something, and it gave me an excuse to talk to comics. Yeah, they were, like, shitting on me, but at least I got to know them. <laughs> you know, when you're working at Flappers, you'll take any sort of credit you can get. Wait, that's a credit? I mean, to not seem invisible, you'll do anything. I would have strapped a dildo to my forehead if oh. it meant <laughs> people noticed me. Wait. No, don't take it. Yeah. Uh, have you ever tried booping? Oh, is that where you vape when you shit? Yeah. Oh, Every vooping. single day. It's, I, look, I have not smelt my own feces in a year. That's disgusting. It's disgusting this, to not smell your own feces. No, I, you're it's like gross. I'm air freshening as I'm polluting the, the this air. It's also a family restaurant. It's like, what if cars produced clean air? It's like that for me. I'm sorry. Are you vaping marijuana or tobacco? Uh, it's nicotine juice. So, yeah, I guess technically tobacco. Yeah. So, it's a, you know, I couldn't vape weed all day. I'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I can barely string a thought together now. You didn't ever need to put the nicotine in. You didn't smoke to begin with. See, but that made me feel like I'd be less of a, like even more of a pussy. You could have lied. If I say nicotine, there's a little bit of a hard edge on it, you know, <laughs> compared to, oh, no, oh. don't worry. It's just, it's purely for the look that I'm smoking it. At least now I could be like, no, nah, I get a buzz from it, so. Do you think anybody thinks you have a hard edge? No. Okay. <laughs> but they would think I had an even deeper pussy if I was vaping no nicotine e-juice. <laughs> you had a question? No, statement. Uh, uh, nicotine feels good. Nicotine yes, feels good. Michael Timon. <laughs> Can we talk about something else that's not about... Uh, yes. Can we talk about, about nicotine? Perfect. You're quitting. Yeah, sorry. Explain the documentary you were in. Oh, God. You it can't even really like... Uh, I did a thing in high school called... It's forensics. It's like speech and debate. Uh, but then the artsy, not smart kids did the like theater one. So it was like theater competitions. So uh, I guess a guy that was from around northeast Texas, uh, his name's Michael Yuri. He was on Ugly Betty. He had won like for drama or something in one of those categories. So he was like, hey, I got all this money. I'm going to produce a documentary. So they came and they were just following this you know speech event and they would like talk to people and they kept talking to me and then i was in the documentary as a villain as a villain yes yeah. okay. but i never said anything villainous the the best part is ask jay who's also a comic oh. who's also in this documentary uh the kid they make to be the protagonist was super nice but he was always you know like behind closed doors an asshole so like you only see that one dimension and with me i'm like yeah you know i hope i win like i work really hard and they just cut everything to make me seem like a turd like i if it was creed i was yvonne drago or no he's not in that but if it was one of the rocky movies i was the guy fighting rocky but if rocky was an asshole which disney villain would you have been portrayed as Ooh. 
has to be a chick. It has to be a chick villain. <laughs> it doesn't. I was just making it a joke. Wait, Ursula? <laughs> Wait, which Disney villain vapes? You'd be the caterpillar. Oh, it, he's not a villain, though, is he? In, In my uh, mind, he is. The way I cut it. <laughs> I think he's more neutral. But, yeah, I don't know. Would you ever hang out with Bono? Would you ever hang out with Bono? Uh, totally, dude. Because... Because you wear his line of clothes? If He, he probably just... Uh, <laughs> no, because I care about Darfur. Uh, no, because, like, if you're hanging out with Bono, one, he may be an asshole, but you're like, oh, this one time I hung out with Bono and he was a total asshole. Two, he's so rich, I bet $100 bills just, like, fall out and you pick up a couple. It's not like Sonic the Hedgehog when you hit him, money just shows up. (laughs) I'd believe it, dude. Just throwing those $400 pairs of sunglasses out after one use. Yeah. Who said he was an asshole? I've, I've, I, that is my own personal judgment. He is the kind of person who has done so much good for the world that I think it's so that he can be an asshole about it. <laughs> you know, like I think this is the third episode Bono's come up on. Shockingly enough, I yeah. don't know how people keep coming to Bono. Um, yeah, Jay Light told me that at some point in time, both you and him had sex in the same room. That did happen. Yes, in a shower, not together. With each of our girlfriends at the same time, yeah. There wasn't a lot of looking over. It was more of like, hey, it's also high school, you know. <laughs> Fucking wine coolers do it to you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, that was, it was a very weird experience, but now... So were you the front? Or? We both had separate <laughs> corners. It was like a pretty big shower. It was like there some... It was Wait, our, no, so you guys were in the same it shower? It was our friends. Our friend Chris Gaffney, his parents' master shower. So they had like... A big like shower, so he one took one I just want to take a second for everyone to get in. Corner, you said master shower. And it was just like you know, we were aware. I think there was one time we looked at each other. and was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then after a lot of bragging. Yeah, in high school that seems cool, but now it seems weird, and it is weird. You guys just were unaware in high school. That was weird back then. Hey, I. It's weird. Like yeah. it was clean. It was in the shower. There's nothing wrong with that. Has this life finally this caught life, up with you? I do not. <laughs> I'm not in, you know, a possible Oscar contender over here. I'm. <laughs> I just had sex in a shower with my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. We got a couple questions. Uh, I'm still friends with Jay Light. Yeah, yes. are you still friends We're with any of the shower friends. buddies? Yeah, no, both of our girlfriends long gone. Mine got addicted Both to heroin eventually. Yeah. <laughs> His, that's a whole other thing. You made it sound like you sold them off the river. Like, oh, it, oh, they're long gone. Up. Oh, we murdered them. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm just, that'd be. Yes, please. Two questions. No, please. She says it's not offensive, so it's going to be he offensive. He already to- said the shower thing, so. Um, question one. Yeah. Question one. Has anyone said that you remind them of Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, constantly that's been happening to me. Uh, and I wish I was more into Harry Potter because... Uh, How's your Quidditch game, bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think they had that at my school and I never yeah. made it to one. Do you even seek her, bro? I do get that a lot. You would make the team just on your looks alone. <laughs> if I, somebody I rolled up to Quidditch win, with I'd your like, ass... That's the golden snitch, guys. I look the most like him. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, you would be the seeker. You'd be the seeker, totally. I would be... <laughs> 
Have you ever gotten laid for looking like Harry Potter? I have not gotten laid by looking uh, like Harry Potter. You should go to Universal Studios when they open that land. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang you out out season pass. Like, yeah. Hey, what's up? Welcome to my place. I'm like $20 cheaper. <laughs> you don't have to ride a train. Just come on. Yeah, front of the line all the <laughs> yeah. time, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You're saying... Oh, wait, wait. I got to repeat that. You, See, she I said don't that have you, a wait, job. Wait, 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 I'm going to start whoring myself Parker, out let this to get on the recording, love Harry please. Potter. Wait, I need to put this on the recording. I'll learn if, if it means making money. <laughs> she I'll says that she knows many people who'd be interested in having sex with someone that looks like Harry Potter, and you should read up. Yeah, read up on it. I, I'll read up on it. I, I have a girlfriend right now, but if it's for enough money, I think she'd understand. Does your girlfriend look like Harry Potter's girlfriend? I don't know who Harry... Is, is it Ginny Weasley at the end? No, she's not redheaded. And I also left... I stopped reading the books when she was still gross and weird. So when everyone was like, oh, yeah, he marries her. I was like, oh, I thought she was gross and weird. What That's happened? why they said she was gross and weird, dude. Foreshadowing. But I was gross and weird, and look at me now. Yeah, because marriage is gross and weird. Still gross. Do we have any other questions for uh, Parker Sirfoss? Yeah, we've really summarized everything. About yeah, we've summarized your whole life, Parker. We know who you are as a person and yep. who you should be as a person, Harry Potter. <laughs> Guys, uh, give it up. Thank you very much, Mr. Parker Sirfoss. Thank you. No, just put it on the stool. All right, you enjoyed the whole thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> we have Martin Rizzo in the studio, guys. Hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I listened to the whole thing. Um, if you are one of the 10 local comedians that listens to this podcast and knows Martin Rizzo, that's not a bad impression. Right, Michael? It's like uh, 60% there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> a little more energy. A little more energy. Leave a comment, guys. Ooh, that's better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we have split up this like we started doing. We split it up this one in halves. So the same show, the very next episode is going to conclude that, and there's some callbacks. There are definitely some callbacks, so make sure to listen to the next one. Also, rate and subscribe on iTunes, guys. I swear to God I just said that. Did you? I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on the last episode that happened too, I was always like, yeah, do this, that, that. And then you're like, you said exactly what I just said. And you're like, yeah, haven't you heard of the rule of threes? <sighs> you haven't heard of the rule of listening. <laughs> the rule no! of listening. Adolescent Productions.